At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The final hour of the week here on the Nightcap on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Sean King to my left. Almost one week down. Huh? Almost one week down for you. Countdown begins. <laughs> hey, just Hydration Fridays. <laughs> is that is that what we're calling them now? Yeah. Okay. Hydration Fridays. That's what it is. Okay. I right, look. If you want to be in the cool club, then come down to Circa and you know, you probably see some people that you know hydrating a little bit. Come say hello. <laughs> the uh the uh the mega bar is right there. Uh is. for uh really close. For, for right right next to our studio. You can you actually can look into our studios from the mega bar if you really want. Yeah, a lot of people are like, Who's that handsome guy sitting there at the microphone? But they're looking at Jeff. Oh, come on now. Come on now, Sean. Ladies love him. <laughs> Girls adore him. <laughs> Kenny White's going to be with us in a few moments. Uh, quick updates across everything we got going here. Nothing John? going right now. Uh, yeah, well, you have a football game in Arizona right now that is in the second half. Cardinals 13, Cowboys 6. Who's Is that our guy Danucci, a quarterback right now? The Nooch! I think it is. I think it's our guy Danucci, which again, if that's the case, then every... Then anything and everything is in play right now. He's so exciting. Uh, well, oh, what a, what a play. Way, Look at that. Way to fit it in. Oh, did, he, did he say he caught it, though? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Give him the catch. Give Davis the catch there for the Cowboys. What a what a great throw that was down the sideline. Was that a are, – are we sure – with how good of a throw was it, that was? No disrespect to our guy, Danucci, but are we sure that's Danucci or is that Cooper Rush? I'm not sure. Uh, we'll see in a second. Actually – It's number I, 10, I I'm think, gonna, right? I'm going to correct myself. Not Danucci. It was Cooper Rush. Okay. So that's why that throw was that good, Sean. 
It could have been a better spiral. You see how if it was neutral, I was going to support it and vote for it. But because it wasn't, it wasn't you, yeah. weren't going, you weren't giving it. I'm team neutral, man. <laughs> uh, 13 to 6 right now. A game uh, that uh, Arizona. Yeah, the ball, though. Arizona closed two and a half. Uh, Jeff Benson was with us earlier. Not much riding on this one for the book here behind us. The uh, the Bills beating the Lions sixteen to fifteen was the good decision for the book tonight. Yeah, they got a little get back field goal kicker. Yes, uh, Bass with a winning field goal late for Buffalo in Major League Baseball. The Giants leading the Rockies five to two. Still, that still is for six. Uh, that is. That has been the score now for three innings. Five early for San Francisco, and realistically, five's probably enough to win that game for the Giants. You never know. These bullpens in baseball, I'm just telling you. Sometimes you love them. A lot of times you hate them. In Washington, Sean mentioned uh, Washington bullpen's not good. We do know that. They're not in it yet. The The game's tied at two, though, as they play in the bottom of the six. Runners on the corners for Washington and Carter Keboom coming up with an opportunity to give the Nats the lead. Nats are a favorite live because they have the runners on the corners. Now, the Nats have been pes- pesky. You know, they've been averaging about four runs a game, so they're not like the, the Cubs and the Rangers who really are getting blown out. But, you know, the Nats kind of hanging around. It's just they don't have the talent yet. In Anaheim, uh, a, a a good start for Zach Greinke tonight. Seven innings, two hits, no walk, seven strikeouts. Mm-hmm. A four-run fourth is the difference in the Houston Astros have a 4 nothing lead. Kendall Graveman in the game in the bottom of the eighth inning. Uh, the Astros minus... <laughs> you're laying, uh, laying 3,500 right now with the Astros if you want them live, Sean. Yeah. You you want that? You want no, to lay 3,500? You okay? You're okay with your uh, run the, line? I already have the, the Astros on the run line. <laughs> Just need the bullpen to stand up. Lay 10 toes down and let's keep this lead where it's at. In Seattle, a game we have not mentioned uh, much. By the way, Sean, this is actually a... Pretty nice rivalry between fan bases between Toronto and Seattle. Because uh, in normal times, the Toronto fans come down from Vancouver. Okay. And it's uh, USA versus Canada usually <laughs> there at, uh, at T-Mobile Park. 2-2 two to two as they play in the top of the seventh inning. Marcus Semien up with two men in scoring position, Sean. We'll see what happens. I'm not, I don't think Toronto has the pitching to do anything, but we'll see. Kenny White. Is going to be with us momentarily. Hey, Weezy. The nightcap continues on Visa. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles in for Tim Murray, Sean King alongside. We'll have Kenny White momentarily here. But I just want I just want to circle back because if it's a, it's a fresh hour it's midnight on the East Coast it's Saturday it's officially the full blown weekend on the East Coast now Sean okay. and we have newer listeners coming in from all over the place shout out uh, to the listeners in Jacksonville listening to us now okay. uh, they are on a 1100 a.m. the Clemson Tigers again Sean hey. last night tonight you've been consistent. Nine and three, and you, you dropped the bombshell last segment that you like Miami to win that conference. I do, and I don't think it's doom and gloom for Clemson, but I do think they have a little regression this year, especially on defense from a talent standpoint. Uh, and I have them at nine and three. I do. I think they'll lose to Georgia in the opener, and they'll lose two of these four road games, NC State, Pitt, Louisville, 
South Carolina. We we talked about this a little last second. The South Carolina one of, of of the four you mentioned, I think that's the least likely. I know that's the Palmetto State rivalry. It's always a game that's full of emotion, full of energy. You know, if you have a Clemson team that's not playing in the ACC championship game for the first time in a long time, you could, you know, see a little letdown there, you know, from that standpoint. But again, South Carolina, whatever they're going to be, they're going to be at the best version of that potentially by that game because it's later in the year. That new staff will have a better understanding of who can do what, you know, so we'll see. Shane Beamer. Of course, uh, Frank's son, now mm-hmm. the head man at South Carolina, the must-champ era, didn't go, didn't go as uh, the uh, the boosters in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Hey, I'm not mad at must-champ. Must-champ got a lot of people pizzaed. Hey, hey, look, uh, being a and, and look, uh, John, teams that are on the all finesse team, mm-hmm. whether they're players or coaches, right? You have to respect them. Muschamp is one of them in the collegiate coaching ranks. Charlie Weiss is still the greatest one of all time, where he Absolutely. was legitimately getting paid by three different schools to not coach them at one point. Hey, champ is a champ, man. <laughs> hey, if you work with champ, you get paid. I like it. No, as uh, again, uh, uh, Charlie Weiss, though. Anytime I mention that, it just it's, it's not as good as the Randy Etzel contracts that we were talking about last night off the air, where Randy Etzel now coaching Connecticut legitimately leads if his team has more. Gets gets paid twenty k if his team has more sacks at halftime. He's got like, the best contract. He's got the best in contract in the history of planet Earth. Uh, while we wait for Kenny here, uh, uh, some some more quick updates and and Sean, a bet you had tonight. You uh you had more fortitude than I ever could have. Mm-hmm. You laid the reverse run line with the Arizona Diamondbacks, so yeah. laying a run and a half plus three ten was the number you got correct. Plus three ten. And you had an opportunity. I don't want to say put this thing on ice because it was early. But you had an opportunity to at least give yourself some breathing room in the bottom of the sixth inning. You didn't get it, and now you got a tie game there in Phoenix. Well, here's what you have to understand. This is not a bet that I recommend. You know, this is a one-off, you know, something that I thought I saw a lot of value in based on the Padres and where they currently are. But anytime you place a wager with the Diamondbacks, I mean, you know this is a full game. Like, well, they could have been up 10-0, and I, didn't, I wouldn't breathe any easier. I just – I still think they're going to make this happen. We'll see. Two to two, Machado is up facing Clark right now in the top of the seventh inning. Will Myers, the two-run shot, to tie the game in the top half of this inning. Madison Bumgarner pitched pretty well, actually. Six and two-thirds, nine I, hits, I, no I, walks. I, I, blame, I blame the skipper. For leaving, leaving him in and not hitting for him yeah, at the end of the sixth? Yeah, top of the, uh, yeah, bottom of the sixth. Bases are loaded, one out. Madison's up. Pinch hit right there. You know, getting a hit right there kind of opens the, the floodgates. You know, go to your bullpen, you know, for the seventh and eighth, bring your clothes in and the ninth. Like, I, then Madison gives off the two-run homer anyway, you know. So, but, hey, he's a skipper. I'm not. We have Kenny White right now. Of course, uh, Kenny's college football guide available right now, as it always is at this time of the year, on the tweets at Vegas. The Kenny White College Football Guide available now. Kenny, thank you for being with us tonight. And first off, I have to bring up what Sean said in the last segment. Yeah, man. Sean King, the new co-host of this show, Kenny, has the Clemson Tigers going 9-3 and three in this 2021 season. What are your thoughts on that? 
Hi, Sean. Congratulations on the uh, host job. Hey, um, I appreciate it. And uh, I want to let you know my day was made when you followed me on Twitter, and I immediately followed you back. So now we're Twitter fin- <laughs> friends for life, brother. You got it. You got it. We are we are Twitter brothers. Um, hey, th- this is a, a really good Clemson football team. I I mean, nine and three are going out there a little bit, and that's great. I mean, it's good to have an opinion. And uh, you know, I, I've said though all all the, since I finished my book. The ACC is really up. I love North Carolina. I love North Carolina State. Uh, Miami of Florida is outstanding. Virginia Tech's really good football team. And Boston College is good. So Clemson has done that by being as good as they are. They've allowed other programs in the conference to recruit at a higher level because everybody wants to play against the best. And that's what everybody in the ACC has been able to say. If uh, they didn't go to Clemson, they were able to get them at their school because that's what they said. Hey, you can play against Clemson every year. So, yeah, the conference is is far better. Um, I, I think they're 11 and 1. Um, I couldn't argue if they if they drop two games. It could, it could happen because I think this year is going to be the year of the upset. Uh, Kenny, just to give you my why that I came with with the nine and three. You know, something that kind of jumped out to me, first Notre Dame game, definitely an Ohio State game. For the first time in a long time, I felt like Clemson was overmatched athletically, especially on defense. I thought the Notre Dame athletes on the edges were better than the secondary at Clemson. I definitely thought the Ohio State skill guys were better than the athletes at Clemson. And a lot of programs, have stretches where they're really good, but continually having the depth to where you have a lot of attrition and the young guys are just as talented or more talented is very hard to do. And I don't think it's a doom and gloom for the Clemson program, but I do think they're a little down overall on defense from a talent standpoint. I think that manifests itself this year on the road. So I have them losing to Georgia in the opener and two of these four road games, NC State, Pitt, Louisville, South Carolina. Well, their their defense was a little down last year. They had back-to-back years. They allowed just 10 points per game, and last year they did give up 17. I think they reloaded with some better players this year. They have 13 guys back that have 350 snaps or more. Um, Ugalai, the quarterback, uh, he got he got his feet wet last year. Threw 117 passes, did not throw one interception, five touchdowns. Uh, he shows poise in the pocket for a young kid. I had Notre Dame and I had Ohio State against Clemson both those games. So I've got a good feel for Clemson. They're recruiting and not just my my recruiting ratings and everybody across the board has them one and two every year for the last six years. Uh, they, They and Alabama have the best players in the country. Uh, they have so many draft picks on their defense. I, I see seven, eight guys that could go in the first round of the NFL draft next year on Clemson's defense. So they may not look good last year, but it could be a completely different story this year. Ah, that's, that's, why we, that's why they play the games. That's why they play the games. A, uh, another question. I am of the belief that Miami has a legitimate shot in spite of that offensive line to – not just make the ACC championship game this year, but actually win it. Why am I wrong, and why am I potentially right? Well, they're an excellent football team. I have them a 117.5 rating, which means they're 17 points better than the average college football team. Um, haven't looked lately on, on the status of, of Derek King. Um, that could be a big, big uh, fallback on Miami if he's not 100%. 
Uh, it'd be an eight-point drop-off if he wasn't able to play the first couple of games. They open with Alabama. That's a, that's an awfully tough opener. Um, they do have a ton of experience coming back on both sides of the football, and I do like what I've seen so far out of Manny Diaz. So I can't argue with them being a little better than what I have them rated at. I have them number 15 in the country right now. So I, I couldn't argue if you said they were 12 or 13, but I, I think it'd be pushing it a little bit to get them into the top 10. Switching gears just a little bit, as we look at the college football playoff, one thing that has not happened is a non-Power 5 school actually making it. But what has happened this year is because of Cincinnati's initial ranking being in the top 10, if they run the table with wins over Indiana and Notre Dame, I think both games are on the road, is that enough to catapult the Bearcats and Luke Fickle into the college football playoff? That's a great question. I, I don't know. I'm not a college football polist, and uh, uh, but you're right. They they're going to be favored in every game, but that Notre Dame game. I think the the Irish will be a seven point favorite, and if Cincinnati does win that game and they can run the table, um, I, I'm all in for them them being in it. I I have them rated 118 right now, a half a point better than Miami, but I'm 12th in the country. They're tied for 12th, so there's several teams at 118. But they're, they're that good. Um, it should be an outstanding season. Love their quarterback, Desmond Ritter. And I love Luke Fickle. I don't think he'll be there long after this year. He's going to get a big-time job somewhere. Kenny White with us right now here on the nightcap. Uh, Kenny, I, shifting over, it's staying in that region of the country, uh, but shifting over to the Big Ten, Ohio State obviously a little bit of turnover. Uh, a lot of their guys still back, though, and that is a common thread this year where most of these teams are returning more than half or closer to 75% of their starters across the country because of COVID rules. Ohio State with a win total of 11. So if you're asking them to go over, you're asking them to go undefeated. Would you still look to go over there on Ohio State, especially with a lot of their tougher games in Columbus this year? You know, when you're you're picking out a big time team like George Pitt Clemson had to go nine and three, I'm picking Ohio State to maybe be that type of team. I am at nine and a half wins right now. I think they have an extremely difficult schedule, tough road games at Minnesota, at Indiana, at Nebraska, at Michigan always. Uh, they're down a little bit, I think. Seven players on offense, seven on defense, the second least uh, returning amount of experienced players of any team in the Big Ten besides Northwestern. Uh, they lost. Uh, seven of their top uh, eight tacklers, five of them to the NFL, five players off their defense to the NFL last year. They lose their NFL running back, lose an NFL quarterback. Um, I, I think they're down a little bit because of the lack of experience, and I think they, they're in trouble in week one. I think Minnesota could beat them in week, week one. Speaking of at Minnesota, if you look at the Big Ten, do they have an abnormal amount of conference games in the first two weeks, and, and what is behind that scheduling? Is that something that they said we want to have some national games early in the year, and is that a disservice to the conference and the teams that play in it? Uh, another question. I couldn't give you an answer. All I do is is when they put a betting line up, I make my line and I make a bet on if I have an advantage <laughs> in the game. So I don't really care when they play these conference games, but they, they play nine out of 12 conference games. So I haven't read anything on that, but uh, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to make it exciting. I, I don't like it. I think teams should play three non-conference games and then start the conference Play eight on eight, play eight conference games, and then play maybe a rival at the end of the year that's not in your conference. So, um, 
but I have no opinion on it, really. I just, you know, I'm making a bet, and I, I'm glad I'm glad Minnesota and Ohio State are playing in week one, because if you're going to get Ohio State, you better beat them early. And Ohio State would have been much better off playing three uh, – uh, weaker weaker conference teams their first three weeks than playing a Minnesota and an Oregon to start out with. They could be 0-2 to start the season. Kenny, uh, then if you're looking at the rest of the conference, I know you're high on Minnesota uh, to surprise this year, but if you have Ohio State falling down, then who is the number two team in that conference that could pluck, the, uh, pluck off Ohio State and actually be the team to beat in that conference? There's a lot of parity. I still have Ohio State with the most wins at 6.3, and then the second to Wisconsin and Penn State at 5.9, followed by Minnesota at 5.2. But if Minnesota gets that win over Ohio State, that, that moves them up to almost six wins, and their odds are much higher than Penn State and Wisconsin to win the Big Ten, and that's why I like them at 20 to 1. But Penn State, I think, is a very solid football team. Indiana is, is outstanding. I think Michigan State has improved. Uh, Michigan still has players. They're not great like they used to be, but they're still above average football team. I think North Nebraska is improved this year. So, uh, again, I, I think parity is the best word for this conference. Um, Northwestern, uh, a lot of people like them, six and a half wins. So, yeah, the lowest win total of anybody is the Illini at three and a half. And I think the line I could win close to six games this year. I think that they uh, they they recruited well under Lovey Smith, and now they got a coach in there that's going to run the football and stop the run, and uh, they'll be very competitive every game. It's interesting. One of my best bets, at least right now, you know, anything can happen injury wise, is Illinois to upset Nebraska week one in Champaign. I like the line in that game. Beat Nebraska last year. I think Bielema has a really good collection of talent. I think, the, like you said, Kenny, the one thing Lovey did do. He recruited pretty good. I wouldn't be surprised. That crowd, young team, new energy, more confidence because it's a new coach. That could be a tough game for Scott Frost in Nebraska. Kenny, we have uh, we, we, we have a, a little less than a minute here, so rapid fire. What are your thoughts on that game? Because that is legitimately the first Power 5 FBS game period of the season uh, two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah, I, I have the game rated out as a pick. I, I took the Illini with the points in that game. Um, again, uh, great job recruiting by Lovey Smith. A ton of experience back on both sides. And I love Brent Bielema coming in. He's got a workhorse offensive line, a great running back in Chase Brown, and a quarterback in Brandon Peters that can stretch the field. So uh, the Illini is going to be good. They're one of my better over bets at three and a half wins. Illini right now a seven-point underdog at home against Nebraska. He's Kenny White. Again, go uh, go get him on the tweets at kwhiteyvegas, uh, kennywhitesports.com to get all of his great content. And, of course, that's where you can go get his college football power ratings guide that's out now. Kenny, thank you for being with us tonight. My pleasure, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Pleasure to meet you, George. I love the setup. I got to get my game right. Like, the, you know, the lines behind in the background. I got to get that setup. I got to. <laughs> yeah, man, I think it's pretty cool. Hey, look, uh, they're, they're, you can do wonders with a green screen, Sean, for, for sure. When we get back, treats and beats next on Vison. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Today's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod comes from Arlington Park near Chicago. That is where tomorrow's final running of the million dollar, or excuse me, the million day precedes the anticipated closing of the track next month. Top trainer Larry Revilli, leading jockey Jared Loveberry, Equibase chart caller Nicole Newlist, and DraftKings Sportsbook's Johnny Avello are the guests on the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher. Download it today at V or yeah, download it today right now. Vison.com slash podcast. And as always, Ron Flatter Recent Pod brought to you by First Bet. I'm Jeff Parles. He is Sean King. It is the nightcap here on Vison. Sean King, you uh you like you like the ponies. I do You're Ron Flatter is yeah. salt of the earth guy. That's my guy. That's my guy. I tried to tell you and it just it didn't work out. But I intended to go to Saratoga and have him meet me and at least get one weekend down at Saratoga. But I'm kind of glad I didn't go because it's been raining a lot, you know, so the weather's been kind of bad. But Ron's my guy. We'll get together at some point. Shout out to my guy, Ron Flatter, in Louisville, Kentucky. If you've never been to a race day in Saratoga, that is something that is worth your time. Absolutely. Worth your time for sure. You know, we've gone the last couple years and, like, rented a house and Mm -hmm. stayed for, like, Seven to ten days. So, I mean, I love it there. Well, that's a hook. Uh, sec- secluded enough, upstate New York. And it's a pretty area. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, the tents when, when, are out. When, when, mean, when, when the horses yeah. are, are, are live, are live he- heck yeah there. Yeah, Absolutely, for sure. Uh, quick updates in, uh, in uh, <laughs> one football game still going to the preseason here. Dallas and Arizona. It is 13-9 Cardinals. The Cowboys just missed what would have been a big play down the sideline. Instead, a punt is coming. Fourth and three with 14 minutes All to go. Danucci it was Danucci. Yes. It was Danucci. And they won't catch it. <laughs> Nooch. 
That actually wasn't a bad throw. Uh, wide receiver's got to make that play. Come on, noobs don't make bad throws. Like, I don't know what you've been watching. <laughs> I hate her going for it on fourth and yeah, three. I'm a Newt's guy. Why not? Let, 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 let's let's have Danucci run around for ten minutes hey, in, listen, in, in the backfield here. Danucci's my guy, man. I just want to go to a Cowboy game and you put Newt's in. <laughs> the, uh, the the new the uh, again the fourth string quarterback now. Always going to be beloved for that uh, interesting performance against the Eagles <laughs> on Sunday night a year ago. Danucci's fourth and three. Oh, good composure. Here we go. Hey, man, That's listen. a first down for Dallas and 15 on the end. Targeting on the end, too. Never go against the Nooch, man. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just curious. It's a big drive. It's 13 yes. and, oh, it's 14 minutes left in the game. I'm, so, I'm just okay. curious real quick, looking, looking live right now at DraftKings. Uh, you want the Cowboys plus 190 on the money line? You want it, Chelsea? Absolutely. You get a full You want it with the Nooch? Absolutely. <laughs> Why uh, not? And 15 on the end of that one. So first down and 10, I believe, will go to the 28-yard line of Arizona after the 15-yard penalty. This is a dime right on the money. Oh, perfect. Hey, hey four, fourth and three, perfect slant pattern to uh, Fajoko. 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 And uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that was worthy of a 15-yard penalty, though. Yeah, a lot of those hits aren't, but you got to make the adjustments because it is what it is. They're going to call it. The other two games in the NFL preseason tonight, if you bet the Titans, you had a good night. You did. 23-3, to Titans uh, take care of business on the road in Atlanta to beat the Falcons. Uh, it was not a pretty night for Atlanta quarterbacking play. Again, no Ryan Tannehill, no Matt Ryan on either side, mm-hmm. but it was a rough go for A.J. McCarron and Felipe Frankston. I want you to get used to saying great performance by the Titans. Okay. The Titans are my dark horse team in the NFL. Well, I... I so let me ask you this on Tennessee, because there's one market that's available at DraftKings that I think the Titans are extraordinarily undervalued at. Mm-hmm. We know they're going to have a really good offense. They're 25-1 to 1 to score the most points in the NFL season this year. Isn't that worth a small little piece there, Sean? Mm, no. No? If you gave me just the AFC, I might say yes, but... The Tampa Bay? No, Green Bay. Green Bay, yeah. okay. That's a bad man. I... I you're all over Aaron Rodgers. And he has features. something to prove. I'm just telling you, he's auditioning for his next employer. <laughs> Scorched it, earth. It won't be Jeopardy, folks. We know that. It won't be Jeopardy for Aaron Rodgers. Now. Aaron Rodgers is doing big things this year. Trust me when I tell you that. Packers, by the way, the third favorite in that market. They can't win it all. They're not good enough to win it all. But they're good enough to be great in the regular they're season like they were last outside, year. Exciting and fun to watch. And they're well, going to throw the ball from start to finish. They may have the fewest amount of handoffs in the red zone in the history of the National Football League. Look at your guy, Danucci, pick up 15 on third and six. Danucci makes Look at plays. That. That's all he does. He just makes plays. Hey, let's see if Danucci gets in the end zone here. And if he does, Sean will definitely be here to tell you about it when we get back on the flip side here on the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide's only $20, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and College Guide. Reserve your copy today or sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we do. 
for the entire football season. Sign up now, vcin.com slash subscribe. I'm Jeff Parles. He's Sean King. It is the nightcap here on vcin. Your guy, the Nooch, just the missed the touchdown. No, he didn't miss him. The guy should have caught the ball. Did he drop it? Or? It's never the quarterback's fault. The rule. It's never the quarterback's fault. It's always a follow the receiver, the offensive line, the play caller. It's never the quarterback's fault. 13 to 9, Arizona. <laughs> I was going to let you have your moment there, Sean. <laughs> you can go from there. Uh, Cardinals leading 13 to 9. You know, what I'm, you know what I actually am really am rooting for here, actually, Sean? I'm rooting for an incomplete pass so Mike McCarthy can kick a field goal to get it to be a one point game. That's what I'm rooting for. But that's here. what you should do with 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Oh, well, they, they, they never mind. Forget what I want. Dallas is inside the one yard line now. They are. Look at that. Look at look at that great handoff by Danucci. But see, there. that's what Danucci does. Like he just he he exudes confidence, so he makes everyone around him more confident in their ability to do their job. You know, that's what great players do, and Nooch is a great player. Brent Brendan Knox, who just got the carry out of out of Marshall. Marshall baller. And first and goal for Dallas. We'll keep you updated as we go along here. There in Arizona, but we got to go to a different football take here, Sean. Okay. Let's go to a, a, a fun offering over at DraftKings. The worst to first scenario. We we know that's always a thing that it usually happens in an NFL season. So DraftKings has will last place team from last year go and win their division this year. Mm-hmm. So it's the Jets, the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Broncos on the AFC side, right? Philadelphia, Detroit, Atlanta, and San Francisco on the NFC side. The no is the underdog here at plus 125. The yes is minus 160, Sean. And if there's going to be a last place team from a year ago that's going to win their division, I think you and I see eye to eye here. San Francisco is the only only one. You're only fading one team as the Nucci throws a touchdown to put the Cowboys ahead because Nucci, that's what he does. Makes plays. You're only fading one team. That's the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And if you believe that Stafford is the answer for the Rams or that Russell has another year of magic, then you're really fading no one. I mean, Philly's not winning the East. I don't think anybody should be awarded the Eastern uh, NFC East division champ because they're all going to be under 500. <laughs> Terrible division. Detroit, no. Atlanta, no. no. Denver could, but probably not. Wrong division. Jacksonville, no. Cincy, absolutely not. Jets. <laughs> Come on, you've already you've already you've uh, already aggravated Jets Twitter the entire time. Yeah, but no, right. but 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 look, I don't disagree with you at all. Because realistically, of those eight teams, San Francisco is clearly the best of the eight. Yeah. It's not even close. San Francisco had the most money on IR a year ago, and they were just Decimated by injuries right. last year. If they're healthy, they're a double-digit win team yet again. Yes. I don't know if that's enough I to win. I don't know if that. I don't know if that's enough to win the NFC West because I like the Rams more. But the Niners are going to be good. But everyone else, like we're talking about teams with the Jets, a win total of six. The Bengals, win total of six and a half. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville, six and a half. Philadelphia, six and a half. I, the, the Lions are four and a half. Like we're talking. Really low win total teams, and then Atlanta and Denver are both seven, seven and a half, depending on where you look. Denver, Denver's the most interesting, other than San Francisco, because that defense is healthy again. Mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton is back. Cortland Sutton is a baller. Baller. I played and, against him at SMU, and it just 
that injury just totally, more than anything last year for Denver, and they were eviscerated by injuries to begin with. I thought that injury hurt more than the Von Miller injury because it got rid of Drew Locke's one guy that Locke really trusted as a pass catcher, and it led to a season that was just, again, is Drew Locke a, a legitimate NFL quarterback as a starter? I don't know, but he didn't show it last year, and I really think that sudden injury hurt his development a year ago. Sean. Are they beating the Chiefs? That's the problem. Yeah. You're in the wrong division. Yeah, they got a unicorn in the division. They, 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 they have the Chiefs. And look, I like the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to be a legitimate playoff team this year, Sean. We'll see. They can be. Again, when it comes to young quarterbacks, and Herbert's as talented as you know any quarterback in the league, just from an ability standpoint, how do you handle managing expectations? It's, it's good point. one thing last year to play with no expectations. It's another thing for people to think that your ball club is going to be a certain thing and then have to live up to that. And, and with last year with Herbert, again, it was it was a, a medical staff error. With Tyrod Taylor. With Tyrod Taylor that got Herbert into the lineup in week two. And, and Herbert, to his credit, played great in that game and mm-hmm. took the job and ran with it. After the medical team error on uh, again trying to uh, get a get a get a painkiller into Tyrod Taylor's ribs, accidentally got his lung, and we know that Herbert won the offensive rookie of the year. So I truly believe that one piece of information, if you look at it closely enough, mm-hmm. creates the missing link for another puzzle. If you really just take the time and make the piece fit, think how good Tyrod Taylor had to have looked for them not to automatically be starting Justin Herbert. Solid point there. That's why when people automatically dismiss Houston this year, I don't think that's the right approach. Not saying that Houston's a playoff caliber team, but I wouldn't be shocked if Houston's a 4-5 win team. Oh, five wins would get you over the win total, which would be, uh, look, for overbetters, that's, who cares? You get the five. I don't care if you're 5-12 and and you stink. That's more than enough for me if you bet that Houston. Week one survivor bet for you? Oh man! So here's what I'm going to tell you, with because Sean, I don't I don't know when I'm going to be on the desk with you next. Week one Survivor mm-hmm. is usually week one's difficult. This year is one of the hardest years I can remember because when I was going through it, and look, there's uh, a give me game. I just don't want to use them yet. So San Francisco at Detroit feels like one of those, but I don't like. I, use, don't, I don't do the West Coast I, I, on the East Coast. I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to use a road team anyway yeah. week one. And I definitely don't like a team flying cross country. So, the one, again, as a as a uh, a Jet fan. Who I was going to say, that's the guarantee. What, that Carolina's going to beat? Carolina's going to beat so, New York. So, so, I was going through this as a fatalistic Jet fan and a Jet fan who did not give you any garbage on Twitter the other day, Sean. Sam Darnold eviscerating his former team gonna happen. is almost a lock. Yeah, it's going to happen. So, like, Carolina, and I'm not going to use Carolina again. I'm not going to use them again during the season. So that would be the week one play that I'm looking at as of right now. When we get back, we're going to look at the running backs, Sean. Okay. Rushing props. Rushing touchdown props in the NFL next on the Nightcap on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. instant match searches through millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. More at Indeed.com slash credit. This is the Nightcap here on Visa. I'm Jeff Parles. He's Sean King. We'll get to the running backs in a second because we have we during the break fascinating. We have gotten into the oh, circus survivor wormhole here, mm-hmm. Sean King. Mm-hmm. Because you and I see eye to eye week one. That you, it's a tough week, but you probably want to look at a team you're not going to look use again in week one. And you and I both landed on the Carolina Panthers playing the New York Jets in week one. Right. Week two. No, 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 no. I landed on no, Carolina. No, I said that's the gimme game. That's the gimme game. Yes, but I'm not using that week You're one. not using Carolina week one? No, no, no. You're good. You, would you, you really, so let me ask you this then. You think Carolina's going to be a little bit better than I think they're going to be? Oh, Yes. You think they're going to be a borderline playoff team? Absolutely. DJ okay. Moore, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, like, that's elite. Okay. I, again, I don't yeah. – I, 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 again. They're going to be in the rush to quarterback, Burns, Hassan Reddick, Derek Brown. Like, There's there's Carolina's schedule on, on, on the board right now. Just looking, look, the first five weeks of the season. So I have to learn you again. I learned you yesterday. I have to learn you again. You never can tell strength of schedule in the NFL from year to year. <laughs> I There's think I, so much Sean, I, Sean, I think every time I'm on the desk with you, you're going to have to reteach me yes. that every single time. So when you're like behind the corner store and you're playing dominoes like in the hood, <laughs> like you don't say teach, you say I'm gonna learn you. Like, uh-huh. it, grammatically, it's definitely wrong, but it's, it has more impact. It's more of an emphasis on the fact that it's. Teacher to student. Hey, it's a it's a more funner way to, to yes. learn things they there from, from, from our from our guy, guy Banksy Banks. yesterday. No, but seriously, I'm yeah. thinking of fading the Jaguars week one and two. Okay. I'm thinking of taking Houston, then taking Denver. Okay, and, and any concern? Well, then any concern about taking Denver going across the country for the second consecutive week? No, not at all because of who they're playing. 
So Jack, so this is so what Von I'm, Miller in that defense that travels. Okay. Yeah. And 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 they do have good running backs. Mm-hmm. Offensive line was significantly improved a year ago. Garrett Garrett Bowles resurgent last year was one of the more perplexing in a good way things that we saw all of last year in the NFL. Right. He went from almost being cut to a top ten left tackle in football last True. year. The Broncos, by the way, the Broncos' first three weeks uh, at the Giants, at the Jaguars, and the Jets uh, the first three weeks. Uh, again, I know we can't tell until we get into the season, but you have three opportunities early in the year where if you're going to use Denver, you you very easily could. Yeah, true. I'm fading Jacksonville early in the year. I just think rookie quarterback, rookie running back, rookie NFL head coach, there's some lumps, some growing pains that go with that. Sean did the uh... – yeah, I lost again. Oh, that was oh, that was second, a so, second night in a row. That was a, you lost, the second, second straight night, in a row, night you I've lost got a on a walk, walk off, off over. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, it's, it happens. <laughs> that's, that's just ridiculous yeah. there. Uh, but but just looking at this, so Sean, your eliminator theory is you're obviously you have twenty weeks to deal with when you put Christmas mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving in. Right. The twelve teams that play on Christmas and Thanksgiving, I'm going to try and eliminate until we get to Thanksgiving. You're going to try to. Keep those teams available yes. until those individual weeks the whole Absolutely. way through. Yes, that's, I think your I think your task with the Christmas teams is a lot more difficult than the Thanksgiving teams. Well, the key to me to the Survivor is I don't have a spread. I just have to be right about who wins. Correct, and I'm pretty good at that. I'm pretty good at that. I think there are some little nuances about you know things that I know about rosters, like who. Is going to focus when it comes to getting going on the road, especially quarterback play, who can handle raucous, chaotic environments. You know, there's some little things where I think we can, you know, create a little cushion for ourselves. Again, I think early in the season, Jacksonville's a fade. I just think there's a lot of newness there. There's a lot of people in key positions, very talented people, but who are learning and going through this NFL gauntlet for the first time. And again, like you said, rookie quarterback, Rookie head coach at the NFL level, mm-hmm. different ball game for Urban Meyer here. It is, and and again, clock a, management, a, a defense to me that I don't, I don't think that defense is any good either. I think they're young, they're inexperienced. I think they're a fade early. I really do. As much as bad as you think Houston could be, Tyrod Taylor's a better quarterback week one of the 2021 season than Trevor Lawrence is. I think, uh, I think we've already found Sean's favorite bet of the week, period, in week one, taking the points with the Houston Texans and outriding them week one against the Jags. Yeah. I, I, think, just, I think we found it. it, it both first-year head coaches, but one guy has been in the NFL for an extended period of time. 30 years for Cole. Knows all the different coordinators, understands the game, how do you win games. The other guy's his first ever NFL head coaching job. And I think Urban's a super talented coach, and I think eventually if he sticks with it, is going to be successful. But it has not been an easy transition, whether it was Steve Spurrier, whether it was Nick Saban. You know, it just has not historically been an easy transition for prominent, successful college coaches to make this jump. Spurrier still, of, of all of them, was the one that, that, was the wor- that worked the worst. The Saban one, you can really say, like, they were solid. The, they, they would by year two. They were clearly improving. Saban was like, "Well, I just want the best college. What I think is the best job in college football." And 
Lo and behold, Saban is, has only taken that and made Alabama even better. And here's what's interesting. What they were known for, Saban was more NFL-centric. Mm-hmm. Run the football, play great mm-hmm. defense. Steve wanted to pitch the ball across the yard, which is a great system. It's explosive. It's fun to watch. But it doesn't put a priority on pass protection. Right. His issue in the NFL was these guys are pretty good at rushing the quarterback. They come up with a lot of blitz packages. You have to be able to adjust the pass protection. You have to have hot sight routes. You know, so that was the difference. To me, Urban's base system has been a QB run game. You know, when they've been really good, Urban's offensive system has really involved a lot of QB run. I don't care what anybody says. I'm convinced Tim Tebow will get snaps in week one at quarterback, sort of like Taysom Hill does for the Saints, in some kind of goal line package, short yardage package, because as good as an athlete as Trevor Lawrence is, I don't know if the owner wants to see the face of the franchise running between the tackles on third and short. It's going to happen. I will tell you. It's going to happen. So Stations has the will Tim Tebow score a touchdown prop this year. Oh, he's going to be in the game in goal line at quarterback, and you're going to see the jump pass. <laughs> I can't wait. The to... fake QB run, jump pass. It's going to happen I, at I, some point. I this can't year. wait to see Twitter when that happens. That's all. Zebras don't change their stripes. <laughs> Let's. Uh, speaking of run plays in the red zone, here we got a few minutes, Sean. Let's go to most rushing touchdowns this year. Okay. And look, it's not a surprise of the guys at the top of the list. Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook are your co-favorites here at plus 450 apiece at DraftKings. Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor at 8-1, Alvin Kamara at 14-1, Zeke at 15-1, Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, Antonio Gibson at 18-1, everyone else 20-1 or longer. Where would you go here, Sean? Mm. Because the short shots, there are issues with all of them. Nick Chubb could be sharing carries with Kareem Hunt. Uh, You could see high-level passing attempts from Minnesota. Same deal with Tennessee this year. Christian McCaffrey has the health issues the past few years. And Jonathan Taylor, there are other good running backs in Indianapolis who could also carry the load as well with Hines and Mack back. Mm -hmm. If you you put me against the wall right now and say you have to make a selection here, I'm taking Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. I don't think he's coming out of the game in the red zone. He's going to play first, second, and third down, and because of that, he'll get some draws, you know, in passing situations where he scores. The big thing is, can he hold on to the football? That that scares. I don't like running backs that fumble the ball. He's had a lot of fumbles the last year and a half, two years. So, but when you look at fifteen to one, you wouldn't be surprised if he had a bounce back year and rushed for twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred yards and came up with fourteen touchdowns. It's not out of the realm of normal. Like, you wouldn't look up and say, wow, he did what? And I think that could happen. Well, that's a look. That's This is kind of a put-up-or-shut-up year here for Zeke. Because, In a lot of ways, yeah. Because Tony Pollard's good. Mm-hmm. Tony Pollard's a legitimate back that's behind him. In Dallas, and, and look, you mentioned it, the fumbling problems last year. I mean, it was a rough year all the way around for Dallas. The defense couldn't stop a nosebleed early in the season. Dak's injury, obviously, set that season on a course that was one that they didn't anticipate. But, look, Zeke's got to be better than mm-hmm. he was a year ago. And if you're looking at rushing yards, Zeke Elliott at 16-1, to 1, would you look at that there, Sean? Rushing yards, to me, is a whole different matter because it's about volume. Mm-hmm. To me, rushing touchdowns are about opportunity. 
Mm-hmm. We get in the red zone. Do I have opportunities to run the ball to score touchdowns? Rushing yards, you have to get fed the ball. The amount of plus 40-yard runs in a game in the NFL is doesn't happen that much right. anymore. So, you know, it's a volume thing. It's not like in college, okay, this guy touched the ball six times on 170 yards. It doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, it has running back what, in the NFL. What, you're telling me the guys don't go for 30 yards to carry yeah, off it in the they, NFL, they, they don't. Yeah, so it's a volume <laughs> thing. So, I mean, when you look at that, I mean, Dalvin Cook's going to get the ball. There's value there. Mm-hmm. Plus know, 550 uh, on Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. I like him more for rushing yards than I do for rushing touchdowns mm-hmm. because in the red zone, I think he's such a valuable receiving option that he's going to be out in the route. They want to get guys released. So I think he could have more pass receiving touchdowns than rushing. But for yards, I mean, they're going to run outside zone this year at uh, in Charlotte, and he's going to have a chance. Dalvin Cook, even though he's plus 550, and that's a pretty short number, mm-hmm. that's the guy I look at. Because he is, him and Derrick Henry, even though, again, Derrick Henry is a massive human being. Yeah. We've seen Derrick Henry break off massive runs. And Dalvin Cook as well, the explosiveness. Just a question of health for Dalvin Cook. Can he stay healthy or not there in Minnesota? That's all the time we have. One week in the book for our guy, Sean King. We're thrilled to have you on the team, Sean. Thrilled to be here. I'm Jeff Parles. Tim Murray is back on Monday. So you'll get your fill of Sean and Tim moving forward here on the nightcap. We'll see you next time here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.